When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. The Rich Eisen Show. Dion pressing all the right buttons. Henry Blackburn, he made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. Whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. Love you, Dion Sanders. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor, Fox Sports college football analyst. Bruce Feldman. Coming up, comedian Gary Goldman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. As always, these days, the uh, first couple hours fly by. And they have today, as always, Tom Pelissero joined us hour one to give us an update on everything going on in the NFL from Burrow to Jonathan Taylor to everything happening uh, in advance of week number three. If you missed that, as well as Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, who said that Burrow was a little sore earlier this week. Uh, They're going to check in with him. It's a Monday nighter against Aaron Donald uh, and the Rams. And I mentioned Aaron Donald because he's the one that's going to be making uh, potentially a Burrow a little more sore. And he's a a, a, uh, um, maker of sores uh, professional. Um. He's going to wear a jacket one day because of it. If you missed any of that, along with Bruce Feldman in studio talking about Dion and the this upcoming week of um, of uh, of college football games, guess what? We are re-airing on the Roku channel, channel two ten, every single day. As soon as we're done, the show starts again. There's our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, the Rich Eisen Show collection page, which is a video on demand service with our Roku relationship. There's our podcast version of the show all three hours uh just hit with subscription there by the way you get bonuses uh part of the rss feed is overreaction monday and what the football uh chris and i do overreaction monday every monday overreacting to the headlines of the previous weekends of football uh and uh action and Susie schuster amy trask ian rapaport was a guest on what the football saying with tj jefferson our number three is underway i was justin fields did not have a good day in Tampa, you came in, TJ, saying, what in the world are you doing calling a middle screen from the goal line of your own goal line, like, right? Like, what on, are you doing? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it can create a lot of havoc. And certainly if your quarterback isn't playing his best and um, he might flip it right up in the air for a pick six to end the game, and that's what happened. Bears 0-2 and talk about pressure making diamonds their opponent this week let me make sure i get this oh yes they're at the kansas city chiefs (laughs) oh boy oh no talk about blank space so guess what justin fields was asked about what happened last week and how he can improve his play with a very stout opponent that just made trevor lawrence look like he was a rookie again and brings Mahomes and his new gajillion dollar contract with Travis Kelsey and everyone else putting points on the board for you to go hunt and wait till you hear his response and how maybe this is what we would term a rookie mistake if it wasn't something that he's already been in the league for a couple of years. Check it out. I felt like, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, not just... Not, not not playing like myself. So, um, you know, uh, my goal this week is just to, you know, say effort and just go out there and you know, play football how I know how to play football. 
When you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be uh, coaching, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. Oh, my goodness. Coaching. Yikes. In case you're wondering what the headline is, I'll read it off right now on the Worldwide Leader in Sports and their bottom lower third. Justin Fields says he can't play like himself because that's the clear indication. Hey, Justin, you're running all over the place. Justin Fields says he hasn't been able to play like himself for the exact words right now on the Worldwide Leader in Sports beamed out around the world. Hey, Justin, you look great last year, just running all over the place. Now here comes this crazy thing like schemes and ideas from people like coaches, <laughs> and you're saying you're playing robotic. It's because the robotic aspect of it, I would think, comes from, hey, Justin, this is your read. This is what you should be doing. This is where your receiver is going to be. And it's just something that he definitely knows I mean he you know he's he threw against Georgia right in that game years ago he threw every possible pass off of every possible route tree whether it was one of those frozen ropes or dropping it in a bucket down a sideline over the middle I mean so what, what was he just playing street ball for Ohio State is that what it was I, I Honestly, how else do you take this? And I'll just say this, too, even though – because if Zach Wilson's like, do you think you're letting your team down? No. Why are you playing robotic? Why do you think it is coaching? (laughs) That does come across as not accepting responsibility for your problem, which is, you know, winning, being efficient, finding the receiver they got for you – because they kept you. These are the coaches that pounded the table to make sure you didn't wind up in Carolina or somewhere else, right? I mean, this is this is 100% the implication from a statement like that. I have a feeling there'll be a walk back or two coming. Unless, by the way, how about the flip side? Let's take Justin Fields' sure. point of view from what he's apparently implying. They're not doing right by him. Right. Using his skill How about set. that? How about that? They're not doing right by him. That they are giving him too much of read this, do that, which sounds like, you know, trying to make him a professional quarterback. But certainly the guy that we saw running around last year and running for the, – and maybe this whole thing about you got to – Hit your back foot and get rid of it. You got to throw it more. Don't run around, Justin, because you ran for damn near 1,200 yards last year, and guess what? You might get your ass beat. Show him footage of, uh, of Anthony Richardson not finishing two games. I don't know. Maybe they aren't doing right by him. And he's just like, I'm going out there, and if I'm asked certain questions, I'll just say it. Or he's just being honest. Mm. What a what a soundbite, huh? From Chicago, Illinois. Coaching. How's that next film session going to go? What's up, coach? Hi. Hello, Justin. <laughs> he only had four carries against the Bucks. He's been sacked ten times in two games. Only two inter- two touchdowns. Yeah, maybe, we, maybe let's try something else. Let's run around because, hey, man, you're, you're going to need him to be Superman because uh, the other guy's got an S on his chest, too. You know? And the other guy might ha- have this game circled and take it personal for them not drafting him. Who? Mahomes? Mahomes to the Bears. Look, you think he's still... Oh, that, I, I guess he could be He could be Brady 6 in deep down. You would think not, but Tom Brady apparently carried a chip forever. Yeah, so you took Trubisky, huh? But they're all gone. Actually, look, you know, I guess, right? 
Oh, the no. I mean, Nagy Nagy inherited Trubisky. Yeah. So I'm the guy, saying. the guy who's currently in Mahomes' headset right now, might be just what whispering this this year <laughs> and this week. But hey, Pat, you know what? They, you know what I learned when I got to Chicago, Pat? They didn't think you were good. They thought Trubisky was better than you. They looked at. They grinded. All of his what? Fourteen games in North Carolina. They grinded all that tape, uh, something like that. Yeah, they thought North Carolina had be- had better tape at North Carolina than you had at Texas Tech. <laughs> See, better, I'm saying you than, just hey, you don't know. Hey, I heard I heard they grinded all that Trubisky tape, and they even thought Deshaun Watson wasn't anything in uh, in Clemson either. Yeah, but this Trubisky, but, but Trubisky, they had to have him. Had Pat, Pat, you, Pat, they had to have him. Showtime. They didn't think he was good enough, son. By the way, wow. Bears didn't super, want you. Super, wow. hot, super hot take. Uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes, if he got drafted by the Bears, he'd be on a different team by now. You know what? That's um, very possible. This is the, possible, but this is the, the Bears ruin quarterbacks. It's the age-old nature them. versus nurture, right? The 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 same old, same old. And this is why, again, I you got to feel for for like Darnold. Let's per, Darnold's perfect example. Todd Bowles was essentially like a dead coach walk-in potentially when he gets drafted. Then he's drafted. Todd Bowles is gone. In comes Adam Gase. Okay. Then he, you know, he's seeing ghosts himself. And then see you later. And then there's Matt Rule for him. And then now he's with Shanahan. And he's finally gotten. So what if he had shown up? What if Andy Reid had drafted him, for instance? You know what I'm saying? Like there are... There are things like you're lucky or yeah, not. You're lucky. Okay. The same thing with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, hey, you're you're drafted first overall. Your head coach is Urban Meyer. The biggest flameout in the history of NFL head coaching. Honestly, makes Bobby Petrino look like they should name the trophy the Petrino trophy in the NFL. Yeah, that's the same that's how it. bad it was for Urban Meyer. And then Doug Peterson comes in, and maybe we'll, we're seeing the ascent that we all expected Trevor Lawrence to have. That said, who is Justin Fields' guy? Well, maybe he should walk into the film. Should he walk into the film room just to break up the uh, break up the uh, the tension? Just like doing the robot. Like, are we watching film today? You know, are we watching film today? All right, it's a Wednesday, everybody. You know what that means? Yeah. Giving you what you want. <laughs> uh, croissants? No, uh, and, that was uh, yesterday uh, with Susie. Uh, uh, ice, champagne? Cream? ice cream? No, ice cream? no, uh, uh. no, no. <laughs> what you want. said for me to, oh, to do for years. Yeah, yeah. Give people what they want, Rich. It is a trip to Boulder. It is the football version That's of it. croissants. Yeah. Oh, it's my power rankings. Hit it. Presented oh. by Carnival Cruise Line. It's sponsored, baby. Yeah. My <laughs> power rankings presented by this. Carnival Cruise Line. Come on. Yeah, you're going to like it, I DJ. Think so. And I'm on the good ship Seattle. Once oh, again, yeah. hop on board, people. The Seahawks <laughs> have recracked my top 10. I love it. I love Geno Smith going into Detroit where everybody's thinking this is Detroit's year, including me. And going in there. <laughs> And showing them who's boss. They don't have their tackles. They don't have the prez yet. They go in there and they take the Lions to overtime and they take them out. And now the Seattle Seahawks are one and one and they knock the Lions off my list and put themselves back on it. Something that I'm sure they were celebrating in the locker room. Unbeknownst to them. Number nine on my list. New to the list. New. New. Oh. Their defense is buzzing around. Their wide receivers may be the best in the league that nobody's talking about. And they look pretty damn good because there's somebody who wakes up dangerous and he's planting the flag at number nine. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Baker freaking Mayfield. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Mike Evans went 11 straight games last year with Tom Brady without scoring a touchdown. He scored a touchdown in the first two games this year. Shaq Barrett's buzzing. Warren Sapp came on the show yesterday talking about how good they are defensively, and they are. They are buzzing. 
And now they're going to be buzzing in Tampa. Did you hear Rich had a nine on his power rankings list presented by Carnival Cruise Line? They're going to say exactly those words. <laughs> Number eight, down two spots. I still have them on here. Hey, they hung in there. They hung in there against the Chiefs. I got the Jaguars here. I still think they are better than most in this league. I still think they are top third in this league. They got what it takes. And no shame in losing at home to the Kansas City Chiefs, people. Well, you have them eighth, so that means they're top quarter. Top 25. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, top eight, 30. Eight I've got 10. Two. These are 10. These yeah, are but 10. They're, but they're eighth. So okay. You, you know what I mean? Excuse me. I was told there would be no math oh, on this test. Sorry. Number seven. <laughs> up two spots. Say say what you will about them. They're 2-0. Oh. They're the Baltimore Ravens. I'm putting the Ravens right here. Um, They won a game in Cincinnati, pal. And I know what they did against. They played Houston week one. It's yeah. just two weeks in. They're 2-0. and oh. They've got Lamar. They play defense. They're going to get better on offense. Um, they're number seven. Up one spot, the Buffalo Bills are sixth. I told you about Josh Allen. Don't worry about this guy. They're going to be some messy days. There'll be some days where you got to clean up. You're going to look at the kid. Good with the bad. You're going to look at the kid and say, you're going to leave that there, really? <laughs> That's what I say to my kids all the time. I'm like, hey, look around the room. You're going to leave that on the floor? Really? <laughs> That's what it is with Josh Allen every now and then. But then they come home and they delight you. That's what happened. He went home. He delighted the fans. Stephon Diggs and him, they're tight. Yeah. I like the Bills. They're sixth. Top five now. Five. Down two spots. Down two spots. Philadelphia Eagles. I need to see a little more. Not going to lie. They're 2-0. and oh. I know. They're down two spots. They're, they're down two spots? They're down two spots. What, what did they do to get down? You know what? What they did to get down? They're just a little off. They're a little off. They, you know what concerns me? AJ like Brown's barking. Last week. How is AJ Brown barking at this at, at his quarterback? What's going on? He wants the ball. I understand that. Like Devontae the, Smith like the had end the ball. Like I understand. The end zone. You got to do what you got to do to win. Right. We're watering. We're fertilizing. We're not arguing. Down two spots. Yeah. Because number four on this list, at no change, I like the Chiefs better than I like the Eagles. Really? Yes, I know they lost a game at home. But they, they barely but scored last week. Kelsey, Chris Jones for Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. It's our privilege to be paying rent in his NFL world. Folks. One and one team. I got it. Head of a two and zero. That's team. correct. They're my power rankings, mm. and they're sponsored. <laughs> Number three on this list, up two spots, and I have them above the Chiefs because I'm being consistent. I said this team is playing like they are the most complete team in the American Football Conference, the Miami Dolphins, up two spots. I have them three on my power rankings list. A little low. Tua is the man. Tyreek Hill scored a touchdown, even though Belichick held him down on offense in terms of yards a little bit. Raheem Mostert's running up the gut. They played better defensively. They're going to get better with each passing week. The four words for the Miami Dolphins season, if Tua stays healthy. Because I can tell you as a New York Jet fan, with all due respect, Mike White is a is a, is a step. Let's just put it that way. Just a step. A step. You can figure out which direction the step goes, up oh, or down. Come on. Yeah, I just, I, he didn't deserve the shrapnel. <laughs> just, just a straight. And I'm going to get the shrapnel because two on the list are the Cowboys. Why? What? Yep. Two on the list are the Cowboys. And I am still, I chose this team to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to stick with them as long as they're undefeated. Cowboys? Nope. 49ers. Number one, Christian McCaffrey leading the oh. league in rushing. Oh. Defensively, TJ. defensively, they've got some people. I'm circling. I'll just say this to you, TJ. I am circling. You've got his sign up, too. He thought I'd have him number one just because they beat the Jets and Zach Wilson. I thought I was going to like this list. No, I like you, this list. Week am I five, reading this right? Week five. Saying, week five. Circle week five. Disrespect is real. 49ers, Cowboys, week five. Circle it. Circled. All right. Just circle that. Circle it. I don't know where I'm circling, but circle it. Circle it. The 49ers are going to, I think, uh, dismantle the Giants on Thursday night. They'll be home for Arizona. They'll be 4-0 taking on Dallas. Dallas has Arizona this coming week. And then Dallas uh, has New England in their house. And I think they're going to treat uh, New England quite rudely, if I may say. Uh, I think my top two teams in the power rankings will have at it week five. And then uh, we'll hash it out. And then I have a whole two-thirds of the season after that. So those are my power rankings presented by Carnival Cruise Line. Whether you enjoy Caribbean beaches or curated cuisines, the spa or riding the first roller coaster at sea, 
Carnival makes it easy to plan a vacation where everyone can choose their own kind of fun because no one does fun like Carnival. Hmm. How, would you have, again, just real quick. Interesting. Yeah, real quick. Interesting. Caribbean or Caribbean? How would you have read that? Caribbean. Pirates Caribbean? of the Caribbean. You say Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean. We went Caribbean. Well, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. It but is. it's a Caribbean cruise. It's Caribbean cruise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. TJ? Yeah. Well, if I'm if, if I'm singing TJ? like the Billy Ocean song, it's Caribbean, Caribbean Queen. Caribbean. Right, 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 right. Saying Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, right. so I, but you can't take I, I Billy Ocean. First of all, and I know this is about Carnival Cruise Line and, and he's Billy Ocean. You cannot take anything seriously from a man who once told you to get out of his dreams. And, and into his car. his car. After that, it's yeah. all off. That makes sense to me. You understand what I'm I saying? I all the time. What does that mean? What does that mean? Get out of my dreams and get into my car. It's creepy. It's weird. It makes no sense. It makes total sense. I mean. All right, let's take a break. Gary Goldman <laughs> is here. He's a very funny comedian with a new book called Misfits. Misfit, pardon me. Gary Goldman is next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Larry David, uh, we've done this before with you. Yeah. Um, I've got three social situations. You are the judge and jury as to what is done. Okay. okay. Yes. First one is destination weddings. Okay. <laughs> it's already funny. Destination yeah. weddings. <clears throat> I say to my wife, we're going to a destination wedding. We should not give a present because my presence is my present. <clears throat> what do you say, Larry First David? First of all, where is the wedding? How far is it? Another country. Okay, you don't even go. <laughs> you don't go. You don't go. But it's a close family friend. I, I mean, don't care. I am not flying 14 hours on a plane yes. to somebody's wedding. I'm not going to do that. What The distance from your house that you would An hour consider. and a half by car. <laughs> That's it. Here's social situation number two for you, Larry David. Sure. So you're going into somebody's house for, let's say, the fight, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. This okay. happened to one of our producers, sure. Ken okay. Tulo, okay? okay. Uh, mm. They brought desserts. Fight ends. Nobody's touched the desserts. <laughs> they like these desserts. Is it okay to take the desserts home? It's still it's you're, a perishable. You're bringing it to the host, right? That's true. The host saw it. Mm -hmm. It's different if the host can see it, then you can sneak out with it. <laughs> <clears throat> so if the host never saw it, if the you place it on the table and there's no note, yeah, that's when you could take it. If you think if you think you're not going to get caught, yeah, then you could take it. Last one for you, Larry LD. Shoes off on a plane. Do you have a problem with somebody on a plane? I have a big problem with it. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them on, okay? You know, don't make yourself. It's not your house, all right? You're outside. You're in public. I don't want to. I don't want to see your socks. And uh, God forbid you have a little odor down there. Who needs that, right? And I don't even want to know if you do have it. Exactly. It's close quarters. Come on. <laughs> Take a couple of mints. Keep your shoes on.
Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. The desk is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The author of Misfit, um, Growing Up Awkward in the 80s, Gary Goldman is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you, Gary. How are you? Uh, in honor, Rich. So great to meet you and, and see you and, and sit by this uh, gorgeous desk. This is the, yes, yeah. this is the Rich Eisen Show yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... You know, I, I've been told by many people that uh, we're going to get along just great. Yes. We know people in common. Um, and then I just did what I always do for guests who have not been on the show yet. I, I, I Wikipedia them. Oh, nice. Yes. I have and, a strong Wikipedia page well, for, he, for somebody as virtually unknown as me. Somebody no, no, is... no, don't say that. Don't say that. You're an author, you're a comedian of yes. note. You've got tour dates coming up. Sure. Uh, so, which we'll get to. And this is how I know we're going to get along. Interestingly enough, it says subject matters that are, I guess, part of your com- comedy. Yeah. Um, everyday life, pop culture, childhood, and Judaism. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, what, guys, what more do I talk I mean, about? That's like, you, that's Winter. like, yeah, that's the grand slam. You touch them all right yes. there. So yes. I think and we're going to go along just yeah, great. Yeah, and the book covers Hebrew school and Jewish summer camp. Not not, <laughs> not exclusively, but amongst other other things. I, I always felt that Jewish summer camp was this great opportunity yes. for young Jewish boys to uh, have the, the Gentiles culled from the pack so that they stood out in athletics as, as well as, as well as uh, physical appearance. So it was, yeah, it was the T-ball of, of dating and, and, and Jewish, Jewish social life. Uh, one of my greatest achievements was to get out of Hebrew That's school. Funny. So I could state, and we're the same age, I believe. I'm 54, yeah. you're 53. 53, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So we might have, because you're from, you're from the Boston area, right? From Massachusetts. Yes. We might have had different experiences. I got out of Hebrew school. My parents allowed me to get out of Hebrew school, a rare occurrence, wow. to watch the Yankees and Red Sox play the, the game that was the Bucky Dent home run game. Oh my gosh, the 78, wow. This, in 1978, yeah. there I was, what is, uh, nine years old. Wow. Getting out of Hebrew school. No, at, were you rooting for the Yankees or the Red Sox? I mean, I'm from New York City, sir. Yeah, okay. So yeah, see, I was rooting the for fence. the Red Sox, and it's no. sort of my, where were you in JFK? Was, <laughs> I, I remember exactly where I was yes, when yes. Bucky Dent hit that home run. I was at my Uncle Norman's, and, and uh, who was, uh, he, Uncle Norman was able to get us very good uh, electronics because of his, his job. He was a, a burglar. And... <laughs> And which, which people, what you, what, what non-Jews. I have no idea that burglars got great. I mean, I yeah. guess it makes what, sense. What non-Jews don't know about Jewish people is that we run the gamut of professions. We're not, we're not just journalists and accountants. We, we're, there's also burglars and there was a, a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. Uh, the most, the most recent one I think was Steve Stone. But before that, there was Sandy Koufax, Koufax sure. of course, which yes. you can't talk to a Jew about baseball for six wow. seconds well, without him bringing up Koufax taking off Yom Kippur. My my uh, mom and the guys here love talking about this. TJ, for some reason in particular, the sweetest guy on the set, <laughs> along with Del Tufo, um, <laughs> is that my mom went to the same high school as Sandy Koufax. In Brooklyn. And once upon a time had an opportunity to maybe go and out on a, a day, day, he would be a gentleman caller potentially. Uh, a, woman, <laughs> a woman in my Hebrew school carpool, I am not making this up, Gail, the late Gail Greenberg. May she rest in peace. Dated Sandy Koufax. But here's the thing. Yes. I think that anyone who was in his high school or went to his high school claims to have dated <laughs> Sandy Koufax. <laughs> because this can't be that big of a coincidence that the, that the two women who this. intersected with Sanford Braun Koufax knew, uh, dated him. Can, yeah. So he's like the, the Jewish Judd Nelson of that <laughs> odd breakfast club. <laughs> For the most wow. strange breakfast club in the history of high schools. Uh, See, I told you we'd get along. I really knew this. Gary Goldman oh here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> I have been told you have a fantastic, one of a kind college football story. Is this a true story, Gary oh. Goldman? How did you get into college football? I played one year of high school football and could dunk and catch mm-hmm. a foot. I was just bigger and faster than everybody yeah. in in the greater Boston area of mm-hmm. football, but I was soft. Like I was I was soft and I was a reader. And <laughs> but but Jack Bicknell who who I mean he he was a a, a, a legend. Yes. 
because he had coached Doug Flutie in the Heisman Trophy year. This was a few years after that. He saw something in me. And and he was completely wrong. There was, not, there, was, there was nothing to me except that I could excel when people were around 5'11 and yes. I was 6'6 six six and 255. And then I got to BC and the tight end ahead of me was Mark Chamura. And My God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's from he's the Packers. He was yeah. really good. And he was the only one who could run faster and jump higher. So I, I was... I tested well. I was like a combine superstar. But then when we got on the field, I would just get the daylights knocked out of me all afternoon long. And then my reps decreased. And before I know it, I was they, they sent me to a therapist. And 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 because I, I was having my, my first of many breakdowns. And and so the Boston College was very generous and guided me through four years of, of college, college football. But, but how many reps did you get in high school at college football? At football? Oh, I played in 10 games. I was a starter, offense and defense. And, uh, and it's in just, high school. there aren't any decisions you have to make other than your route in high school. Yes. And when I got to college, it was like, well, if you see a rolled up corner and and I, I just, I, if they're in cover two and I fogged over and I could never, <laughs> I could never read defenses. And so I would turn around and the ball would be in my back because the, <laughs> the, the quarterback was Glenn Foley, who just had a cannon. Wow! So Glenn, so Glenn Foley was your quarterback, he and, my, and you were in this. We were below the depth chart on on from Mark Jamor. Oh yeah, at yeah, Boston yeah, yeah. College after just years after Flutie had that big moment. Yeah, but but quickly they moved me to offensive line okay. where I was with uh, Tom Nalen was the was the center. I, I mean, yeah, it's a who's who, wow. and then a who's Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just and nobody no it was a catholic university and it, it's just there were no mezuzahs on any of the of the uh, they, they knew it was me because i put up it was like ram's blood <laughs> that was the passover yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would pass glenn foley would pass yes, over yes, you exactly exactly but there were there were no satyrs to be found plenty of communion but no matzah i think we need to move judaism up on this list of Wikipedia <laughs> subject matters. Well, I know my audience. I pander. <laughs> yes. I pander. No, well, that's, you're, you're, you're a comedian of note for sure. Thank you. You do that misfit by Gary Goleman growing up awkward in the 80s. What, what was awkward? I, I remember what was awkward for me in the 80s, but what was awkward for you? I mean, the thing was is that my, my dad thought I would have, and he was right, but it, it crushed me. He thought I would have an, an advantage athletically if he made me repeat the first grade. Mm -hmm. But I was, and this is sad that I, that I have to point this out. I was in the top reading group. I was I was a good student. <laughs> okay. And uh, and and but my father wanted to get this. It was sort of like the the Malcolm Gladwell outliers. So I di I didn't have a, a January birthday for for hockey, but I I could repeat the first grade and it and it didn't make me excel at sports, but socially I was I was I was too mature for the people who yeah. were a year younger than me because it's a big gap at that at of that course. age. Yeah. yeah, and so I didn't fit in with them. And then when I went to Hebrew school, most of the Hebrew school kids were. You find out that there are different levels. There's a spectrum of Judaism. These kids knew all the holidays, and I was hearing about Purim and 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 all I had celebrated was Hanukkah and 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 Passover. And then they're coming in and they're just they're they're rabbi level Jews in comparison. <laughs> into my to my house and it, it was just I was I was I didn't fit in with those kids also they were they were pretty well off their fathers were all shoe salesmen or and and my, my parents were divorced so we were just broke all the time it was a it, it was a this sounds it, like Menachem Bueller's day it off was, <laughs> it was a lonely time this is what a what a high school story yeah. oh my gosh Okay, and that's all in this book. That's part of the book, and also we have my my first date. Okay, and and also the the uh, the Hebrew school and and the the um, the Jewish summer camp I went to that was because we were broke. It was paid for by the local Jewish federation, which is very generous. Where'd you go? Uh, it was, was called it? Camp Simcha. 
And no, it was, no, it was not. I swear to you, <laughs> it was called Camp Simcha, and they would pick us up on a on a, a bus. And I went there, and I was I was actually I was bullied by Jews, which to be to be bullied amongst the bully, it was it was very uncomfortable because they were they were busing in kids from a from a marginally more uh, tougher town called Lynn, Massachusetts, which oh, was know known as the, it was the city of sin. And 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 so these kids were were already getting to second base with girls and everything like that, and they just had had no use for a sheltered, pampered. <laughs> That was a, a free ride to Camp Simcha. <laughs> yes. I was on oh a full boat gosh. to Simcha. <laughs> Gary Coleman here on the on the Rich Eisen show. The first thing uh, Chris Brockman noticed when you sat down are what? What did you notice, Christopher? Oh, Gary's wearing the new Jason Tatum sneakers. Let's go. Okay. Yes. Tatum ones. So you yes. are a diehard. I'm a, Celtic I'm a fan. diehard Celtics fan since '79, '80. When when uh, so birds, yeah, so yeah. birds rookie year, yeah. I was I was eight or nine, I think, and and I could not we just imagine. fell in we fell in love with him. It was I mean the perfect time to follow Being basketball. Eight or nine yeah. when Larry Bird shows up Amazing. to Boston to be a Celtic fan at eight or nine. Yeah. When I was eight and nine, you know, I was. I was, what was I doing? I was watching Rory Sparrow play for the Knicks. Michael Ray Richardson showed up at some point in time. Sly Williams. Sly Williams, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Both Williams yeah. Would played. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Buck Williams had a little bit of a, some time with the Knicks then, and then Ewing showed up. Yeah. Um, I watched with, Ewing in high school because he went to Cambridge and right. Latin. So I went to a basketball camp that his coach ran, and, and it, it was the most exciting time of my life. And it was, it, the great thing about sports is that you, intersect with people who are who are from different cultures so it was the first time i really knew african-american people close and i i learned a great deal about the importance of lotion and and i and and i i shared with him the ideas of of uh saturdays off Lotion's crucial. Lotion is <laughs> crucial. He, I, he would say if we don't if we don't use lotion. My roommate was Ray Marshall. We roomed together for three summers, and he said at the basketball camp, and he said if you, if we don't use lotion, then we get what is called ashy, and we will be ridiculed from the moment school starts until the end of the day. And I said, oh, that's like wearing uh, jeans that are too short in a, in a white school. You you could never get over being uh, for having floods. So it's a it's a very different thing. Uh, uh, but uh, according to Ray, the worst thing was to, was to be either nappy or ashy, he would say. Yeah. TJ, would you like to chime in on this front at all? Race told no lies. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and my man. wife is a black woman, and she confirmed all these things uh, later on. So you uh, received confirmation for, yes, throughout yes, your entire yes. life. And now TJ has also confirmed it. So right. I, I, I got lotion on my desk over there. There you go. <laughs> Things that the Israelites never had to worry about was it was uh, OSHA. We we were. I don't know if this was a case with you growing up in the eighties, but the idea of sunscreen. We never wore sunscreen, and any mom who had sunscreen was considered a, a helicopter parent. Uh, then I had a helicopter parent, <laughs> okay. sir. I oh, had wow. a helicopter parent. That's uh, fantastic. All, it's funny. The other day, Gary, Gary Goldman, again, his book, Misfit, we're, we're all books Thanks for resetting, acquired. Rich. My, I, I'm a professional resetter, yes. sir. Is that the other day, uh, on, N, on uh, the night before the NFL kickoff, the mother of Travis Kelsey was on NBC being interviewed by uh, Kaylee Hartung of the Today Show and, and Prime Video. But at any rate, she was being interviewed because Travis had gotten hurt. Right. No, I remember. And so we, she was asked about her son's readiness to play. And I thought to myself, what if my mother <laughs> was so in that position? <laughs> what if my mother was being asked if I was physically ready to play football? And she would have been like, are, are you, he's, his knee, he shouldn't play, you know, yeah. he should sit, he should sit, he should get well, you know. Are you resting enough, exactly. honey? Honey, are you getting rest these two-a-day practices? Twice a day? When do you rest? Yes. 
You get it. 100%. So oh, my I'm gosh. sitting there and thinking, do yeah. I say something on NBC? Oh. Just like if my mother had said, yes. oh, or something along like, Donna Kelsey is not Hamish. You know, like, this, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I let it slide. I yeah. just decided, But, but you, know. you can't go wrong in bringing it back to our mothers. It's always funny. There she is right there. Oh, like, my God. That's oh, the beautiful Donna Kelsey next to oh. her brother or her, her sons. <laughs> right. You know, they're the brothers, right. the Kelsey she brothers. Has, yes, yes, she and has so two she sons. So she was so sweet. And she's just NFL. like, well, the, the trainers are going to look at it. And my mother would be like, the doctor yeah. should absolutely yeah. be listened to. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to anybody but the doctor. Yeah, yeah, the Jewish equivalent of having two sons in the NFL, I think, is having two sons in the uh, big four accounting uh, <laughs> firms. Yes, to have Price Waterhouse uh, or, and, and, or your kids are Price and Waterhouse. Yes. <laughs> now that's yes. the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. I feel like this, uh, much like Casablanca, is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, Richard. I was told. Yes. Gary. Oh, so fun. So, how do you think? You must be excited. The Celtics paid Jalen Brown, right? Oh, my gosh. And Tatum's going to be next. You know he's going nowhere. I mean, I haven't felt this way since since Garnett and Ray Allen joined the team, but I've loved this team since since the the year when, when Irving went down and Terry Rozier, the third. Came in and, and dominated. I, I mean, the, yeah, this, this team is, has been through a lot. Of, I'll miss Marcus Smart, but um, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's I, a shame. I, he had the greatest name in Boston. Oh my sports God. Inc- accent Not since Noma Agashiapara. Yeah, Noma yeah. Marcus Smart was <laughs> the greatest guy. Top five. I mean, you got oh, Marcus oh Smart. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yes, because he was also Kyle Yastrzemski guy. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Para. and and although we loved mostly Tatupu, but it it didn't it really didn't flow. <laughs> yeah, it didn't flow with the with the Boston it's accent. Tom, yeah. Tom Brady, I mean, Tom, uh, I mean, Tom, Tom Brady, Tom, Tom Brady kid, Tom Brady kid. Tom, <laughs> I'm not a member of the LGBTQ plus community, but Tom Brady, that's a good looking guy right there. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so your tour dates. Um, GaryGoldman.com. Yes, Newark, New Jersey at the Victoria Theater, Boston Mass, the Wilbur. Yes. So that's pretty cool. What a beautiful yeah, I can't the w- Yeah, I can't the wait. Wilbur, and right. and uh, th- those are all sold out, but I'll be returning. And the book, I, I did an audio version, and okay. and there's also the hardcover. The hardcover. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> I got the hard cover. I did the audible version. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Misfit, growing up awkward in the '80s. Available now wherever you get your books. Uh, Gary, come on back. Let's oh, see this yes, again. I was hoping you would invite me back. Before we go, a little. Let's hit the way back machine. Um, I think we have a photograph. Uh, Gary Goldman, there it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that a tops cart? Is that, wait, is that a mullet? You didn't tell me you had a mullet. Uh, it, I was I was rocking the mullet to the point in 1989 where the hockey kids were impressed. They would say, <laughs> "What flow?" Because BC hockey at that time we had oh. what was called the Hemline, which was Steve Hines, David, Emma. And and Marty McGinnis. Oh, and they, they made man. it to, the, to what was then the final four. Now it's the Frozen Four, That's and right, they, yeah. they, it was the greatest hockey season, uh, college hockey season I've ever ever witnessed. It was yeah, a, a top card, man. That's pretty uh, cool. <laughs> think somebody photoshopped that. I don't, think, right? that's a, yeah, oh, okay. I don't think that's a real... At best, Did I would we do that? Don Russ or Flair. Oh, yeah, but that's awesome. Don Russ or Flair. Yeah. <laughs> 89 Don Russ, that's uh, Brady Jr., right? Yeah. Yeah. And Why then the, 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 the upper deck, the upper deck Giffy, <laughs> which... One of the greatest baseball cards was ever. Used, ever. Was used for currency in Seattle. You could pay for you could pay for coffee with a with a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. <laughs> At Gary Goldman on Twitter and Instagram. Everybody go get Misfit where books are available. Uh, Thanks for coming this on. This is the bro. greatest interview I've ever given. <laughs> it's, 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 been blast. it's been a blast. I knew it. As soon as I saw the Wikipedia page. And it, and what your what your likes are just like I mean it's it's uh, it's a great it's intersection a as they say right man we would have been really close friends in high school Rich Eisen I know that wow I know that now you're close friends now yes. Yes. better yes. than never yeah. it's like Hi. learning when you're 54 bad and confirm that Ashy is bad <laughs> Gary Goldman here on the Rich Eisen show we're back with more in a moment. <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Boy, that was funny with Gary Coleman. I mean, that was funny. It's a riot, man. Honestly, I saw those keywords on the on the, you know Wikipedia. I'm like, we got this. <laughs> we got this. Sorry, TJ, you got to turn Mike, on your mic. I think that's a great fantasy go. football team name, by the way. Which is what? We Ashy got this? Israelite. Uh, Ashy Israelite. Yeah. It's not bad. We got to name our team. We're two and zero. Oh. You don't have a name. In, uh, I think in the I think fantasy we, footballers. I think we don't need to name no, it. No, you keep two and zero. You know what I mean? It's, uh, and we're fantasy just team. Oh. Just fantasy team. What are we? Just the Rich Eisen yeah. show? That's the name, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 just like football team. Foot fantasy team. Rich Eisen fantasy team. Just, no, no, no. We no, just changed. No. It's his team, Rich Eisen show, yeah, on it, right? Like, yeah, it's like team Rich Eisen. Show. Okay. Are we RAS Consulting? No, we we need a name. No, don't change. It's Jabroni, not that point in time. I don't. I mean, well, we have guys. We have problems. And we'll Uh-oh. get to that in a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. We'll get to that. Hold on. We'll get to that My in a second. My needs to update. We we'll get to about, that in a second. Meanwhile, I'm, but it, like we're not changing our name until Arthur Smith shaves his mustache. <laughs> there we go. That's it. <laughs> Just put his face on it. They're 2-0. Like and that. his mustache is staying. I like that. That's good. Okay. Then we'll look, change our name to Arthur Smith's mustache. I'm looking at Sam mustache. Howell talking right now. He hasn't changed his bedhead. I'll say, how's his hair Like there's nothing. There's nothing elite about it. Look at that stare down. I mean, come on. By the way, I saw, Colin, where I saw Colin Hanks on Sunday because okay. he showed up at NFL Network because he's a Niner fan. He went to the game on Sunday. Um, and he is preparing new uh, stepfather, stepfather oh, coaches right. and stepfathers. Well, we got so yes. many new coaches Dude, in the league he's since come the up last with, time. He came up with Mike McDaniel on the spot. He came up with Arthur Smith, I believe, on the spot. It's great. I'm like, please come in. Please make time. I think he's coming in in the next right, couple of weeks. Hold on, I got to put Eckler back on our starting lineup. Hold on a second. Oh, don't do, do that later. We, we, have, well, we have the show to get to. Well, I have, we have, five, the show to get I have to. five seconds. We have the show to get. Yeah, Four, okay, very good. Back here on the Rich Eisen show, guys. Uh, we're two and zero in our fantasy league against the fantasy footballers and the rest of these jamokes that they put up against Whoa, us. We got problems. We got problems. Our fantasy quarterback says he's not playing himself like himself, and he's uh, playing like a robot. Yeah. We're 2-0 and despite Justin Fields playing like a robot. Should we play golf this week? I don't know. We had to talk about it because uh, – I think we might have to. Although, hold on a second. Wait wait for it because earlier in the show we played the fact that Justin Fields said that when asked why are you not playing as freely or as Justin Fields-like as you want to be or can be, and he said coaching. Well, and he gave a longer answer. So what does the actual head coach of the Chicago Bears have to say about it? Looks like he's taken in the comment, and um, it's a note. Okay. It's a note for Eberflus, and this is what he had to say. I mean, obviously, you know when, uh, you know, if he's feeling that way, then, you know, that's, then yes. You know, I think that a player needs to feel free. He needs to have the flow of the game. He needs to use his instincts. Um, that's what you want from players, right? Um you know, you have, you have uh, any players like that, right? If it's a receiver, linebacker, defensive line, those guys, you got to play free, right? And, you know, the guys were brought here to play that way. We want to see them. We want to see those in the game situations. Certainly as a quarterback, you got to go through your progressions, but there's also instincts that are involved in that. And we want them to have that flow. We want them to have that, that freedom to do those things. There you go. So, first of all, there's someone in Chicago giving Del Tufo a, a run for his heavy typing money. <laughs> heavy, heavy typing. Heavy, heavy, heavy fingers, Del Tufo. There you go. <laughs> heavy fingers. So, like, like, okay, if, if he feels that way, which means the subtext to that is he's not in tune to the way his quarterback thinks, and the subtext to what the quarterback is saying is the coaches aren't in tune to what he's thinking writ large, and that is 100% going to be the conversation on every radio station in Chicago Chicago. from here for a while because we're assuming this is not going to be vastly improved in in Kansas City. No. Oh, my goodness. What a Wednesday in the neighborhood for the Chicago Bears. Man, deep dish pizza. Deep dish something. Oh, my God. Justin Fields acting like a robot. (laughs) How about he does the shopping cart instead and actually start filling up the cart with W's? 
Hey, nice. <laughs> that was a really good race. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. It was really good. What a day. I mean, Justin, Justin Fields has got to know if he's saying coaching. What that's, that's going to be. What, what's going to happen. Get back to the coaches. Well, They're I mean, going to hear that. You think? <laughs> he said it in a press conference. Come on, man. <laughs> or this is a coaching problem. I'm telling you, he hated that screen pass. Bears fans are not happy. Just talking well, to the one in the back. Dirty. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Dirty. He's out there to, to run the play is called, man. I don't know why I'm sticking up. Rap Sheet, who's on uh, What the Football. (laughs) Rap Sheet is on What the Football with Susie and Amy. Go get it where all podcasts are acquired. Um, Just said Saquon's out. So whatever Brian Dayball was, you know, floating yesterday, that uh, that balloon is now popped. No Saquon. Mm. Start Matt Breida if you dare against his former team. I would sit this one out. You think? If you have uh, Giants players (laughs) in fantasy. Let me just uh, let me just say this. <laughs> James Dolan says he doesn't like owning sports teams. Told that to the New York Times in this big feature. You know, he's he owns that sphere in Vegas. Yes, yeah, oh, which yeah. I'll be at. Okay, next that's week. his latest. That's his latest thing. And I'll just say this. Yep. Hey, James, and I, and I, this runs the risk of me. I, I'd love to go to that sphere. Well, I'd love to see a YouTube's YouTube's playing. I'm going. I'm up. going in three weeks. Don't get me. I want to go in. Great. Mike, right so don't worry. Don't get Mike banned. Get that's what he's trying that's to tell you. I'd love to go. I'm assuming with something that is so state of the art, there's there's they, they could smell that you don't like him. Just walking in because apparently that's part of the sphere. Yes. Is there, there's, there's, they're going to incorporate smells. Yeah. And everything. Wait, it's, really? It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why this costs it's two billion crazy. bucks. It's crazy. But hey, James, you don't want to own sports teams, and you say, as he told the New York Times, that in New York City, uh, owners are hated until they're dead. Pretty much. Uh, just don't tell fans to drop dead. How about that? Let's <laughs> just let's just be a little bit more attuned to customer service, <laughs> James. And if please, here's the deal: sell the Knicks, keep the Garden, sell the Knicks, sell the Knicks. Do what you want to do with the Rangers. It seems like they're immune to your whims. You, you kind of you, you kind of don't care as much about them. Sell the Knicks. Keep your tickets. Show up with your scarves and your coffee and whatever you're doing there. You can still come to the games. Just get out of the business. Go to Vegas. Be like Mo Green. Go to Mo. Go 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 to Vegas like Fredo, the Fredo of owners. Go go go. Seriously, go there. Do what you want to do. You know, at the tables. Go whatever you want. Just go to Vegas. No, stop, stop, stop. I was implying. Oh, sorry. Just go, 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 go. Go to your sphere. Go to, go, go in there and make sure the sphere. It looks amazing, by the way. It does I, look pretty I, cool. Honestly. It's go pretty there. cool. Just go, go, go to Vegas. Enjoy the sphere. Leave the Knicks. <laughs> Just leave them. The leave them. Leave them. If you don't want to do it. Enjoy Can you imagine you go to the New York Times like, yeah, you know what? The economics, they're sleep. Apparently it says they're sleepy. To him, the economics of owning a team. Oh, what, what? Whatever it is, just he's just up, he's up twenty x. Just leave, leave it. Sleepy. Leave him. Go to Vegas, Sleepy. and that's it. The Fredo of sports owners can just go to Vegas and hang out. Please, James, just do it. Let's get them all. Let's get them all now while we got the muscle. 